Welcome to the Sisters in Service podcast. My name is Kat Cortado, also known as the Voice Connecting Women Veterans Nationwide. This podcast is for anyone connected with the military, from veterans, male and female, military spouses, military brats, even parents who may have children who are in the military. As an Air Force veteran, I understand the trials and triumphs that women veterans go through in service and out of service. And so I wanted to find a way that I could put it out there into the airwaves and let everyone know what we're going through and find a way and a solution to what's happening to us in the service. I also like to highlight these women who are business owners, are entrepreneurs, they're bosses in their business. And so I hope that you will follow me, you will share, and you will subscribe to this podcast, which comes out every week on Tuesdays. And as always, please stay safe, take care of each other until next time. And it's never too late to start your impossible. Hello, sisters in service to another episode. This is a bonus episode of the VYs part two. I have with me Dr. Serena Patterson and Christy, who um, I met at VYs Nashville, Nashville. And I thought it'd be pretty cool to, one, see them again and connect again, but also to find out a little bit what uh, what what they thought about the VY's Nashville event. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here. So Dr. Serena Patterson, tell us a little bit about you. About your, you know, just about, you know, your name, your service, your business, and and where you're at. Alrighty, I'm. I am currently. Uh, well, actually, as you said, I'm Dr. Serena Patterson, and my business name is Break Free Heal Wounds. It's a coaching and consulting service business, and I work with recently divorced women and kind of helping them to uh, rebuild their lives and maybe helping them find different careers if they're looking for careers. Doing some career counseling with them. Um, I'm currently living in Leavenworth, Kansas, but I am on my way to be going to Virginia in Fort Belvoir area. So I will be starting up my business in Virginia area as well. So um, that's a little bit about me. That should be a huge change. You know, it's like going from, you know, Kansas is flat and to, you know, I've never been there, but I think Virginia would would be quite a change for you in a good way, in a lot of ways. All right, Christy, you want to introduce yourself? Yes, absolutely. I appreciate it. Um, I'm Christy Wiggins Gilbraith, CEO and founder of UndiesLoft.com with the sub-brand of Flowwear. Um, I served in the United States Navy. I now live in the Nashville area, and my brand really supports those who were assigned female at birth, so anybody with a uterus, uh, supporting them in managing menstrual periods, postpartum, and bladder leaks. And um, as we get into some of our, our questions here today, um, I'm, I'm super excited for that, but certainly excited to talk about what's happening um, politically and how that impacts us as well, uh, some of the things that we discussed while at Wise. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. And so the first question is, how long after service did you realize you wanted to be an entrepreneur? 
I, I can go first. It doesn't matter. Uh, We're just having oh, okay. a conversation, y'all. Let's oh, just all right. let's pretend yeah, like this. Yeah. None of this stuff is here. We're just <laughs> chatting it up. No worries. Well, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. My grandfather um, was an, uh, an entrepreneur. Um, and being originally from Oklahoma, where Black Wall Street was, um, and, and just having that vibrant um, community around me, where seeing folks who look like me own and have successful businesses really put me on the path for that. That's nice <laughs> that you had that role model that you knew, you know, you had someone to, to speak to about it or, or at least see what it was they did and, and be able to say, yeah, yeah I want to do that too. Dr. Serena? Yes, oh, that is great that you did have that. Uh, Mine is a little bit opposite um, because I didn't have, I didn't grow up with a lot of uh, my family members doing entrepreneurship. Um, so I, to be honest, right after I got out of service, I really wasn't looking for it. I mean, I'm a 70s baby. I grew up in a family that said, you got to go to school, get good grades. You got to work hard to get that a good high paying job. So right after the military for me out of service, I was looking for where to go to college, you know, where to get that education. Um, so I would say it took me a uh, accumulation of things that happened in my life and over the years that threw me into starting my own business and wanting to be my own, you know, doing entrepreneurship. So I, probably around about maybe five years into going to college is when I realized I want to start my own business and, um, you know, work with women and helping women. Well, I'm going to take it a step further. I, my whole family are W-2s. Like I, there were no entrepreneurs that I knew of in my immediate family, mm -hmm. but I knew that I wanted something different. Like my father stopped with the military. He actually retired on a Friday and that following Monday went to work for McDonnell Douglas, which is now called Boeing that Monday. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you did. So when I got out, I thought that's what you do, but I've always wanted something different. Cause I thought there's gotta be more here, you know? So when you decided you wanted to be that entrepreneur, how did you find that thing that lights you up? How did you decide that this was the thing? You know, we always yeah. we dabble in a few things like, yeah, no, that's not it. Oh, that's not it. How did you find that thing that lights you up that said, this is my deal. This is what I want to do. Anybody? Yeah, I'll, say, I'll say for me, um, you know, Dr. Patterson is that, it, it was accumulation of things. Um, and, and like my, my uh, working with women who recently divorced is because myself, I've divorced twice. Um, and that word, just hearing the word divorce for women, it's almost, it's a stigma that people feel like you're a failure. Um, you talk to a lot of people, they feel like you should, oh, why are you not married at the age you are? Um, so that just stemmed from that. It was almost like you felt like you was alone. It's already a devastating thing that happens to you. And then you get out into the world, you still feel like you're being uh, judged by, you know, having to go through something like that. I mean, no one decides to get married and then say, oh, I'm going to get a divorce. Um, that's not the goal. So I just felt like that was it. And then accumulation of, you know, me going through some health issues and things like that and being alone. So, yeah, that's where I decided I want to, this is my passion to work with these women. 
I think that's amazing. You know, I used to, when I was younger, you know, you always hear these women who have been married and divorced like two or three times. And you're like, ew, what's wrong with you? Yes. You know, and then you get older and you realize these women were smart because they realized that they weren't happy. Mm-hmm. Because I've met a lot of women that just stayed because of whatever reason. Right. So um, I applaud you for that. That's awesome. Christy. Yeah. So, so for me, it's always been a desire to uh, support individuals. I'm also a clinician. I'm a licensed registered nurse. Um, so much of my entrepreneurship passion really stems from my interest in health and wellness and supporting others. Um, I'm a, a fierce advocate when it comes to um, equity and diversity in care and supporting um people who were assigned female at birth with their health care, we often, oftentimes get minimized within the U.S. healthcare system relative to our, our ailments. And so um, this time around with this company uh, that I started, this brand, it really is an opportunity for me to not only um, support folks when it comes to bio leaks, but also to inform and educate in ways that you know, I, I too am a 70s baby, uh, but so in ways that I didn't necessarily get growing up or even as a young adult, when we talk about our health care and our below the belt health and the impact that it has, and more importantly, the implications um, of our health specifically for persons of color. Um, so for me, when I, I think about my entrepreneurship journey, it really is all encompassing for how can I support others, be of value, but also um, not just be of value when it comes to a tangible item, but be of value when it comes to information and education. So Absolutely. You know, I've always advocated for having um, a female doctor, you know, for those below the belt type of issues. I remember having a, a male doctor that, and nothing against male doctors, just my preference. And, you know, you're getting up in age, you're getting in that perimenopause, menopause, you know, um, time of life. And he actually said to me, well, you know, you're, you are getting older. And y'all, when you get older, your mouth starts to say things before your brain has a chance to catch up to it. And I said, they actually pay you to say that to women. And he just looked at me like he didn't know what to say. You know, he was just like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll see you when you get dressed. <laughs> I was like, because you just, you know, if you don't advocate for you, no one else is going to advocate right. for you. And if so we don't true. set people straight in a way to say, you know, there's got to be another way to do this. What else is there? And, you know, they're just, yeah. like, okay, don't let me get off on my tangent, y'all. This is all about oh, you, man. not about me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, moving forward, do you think that your military career, however long it was, helped you to that path of being an entrepreneur? Yeah, for, for me, um, it certainly put me in a position to be more organized, more focused than I probably would had I not entered the military. I mean, all three of us know um, and anyone else who's ever been in the military, SOPs, um, you live and you die by them. <laughs> and so um, having that structure and knowing that the first thing that you have to do is get your operations in order. You, you have to have plan A, plan B, and plan C. Um, I think that has allowed me to be able to pivot more quickly in my business, especially when we talk about the pandemic and some of the things that we've 
um, experience as business owners, as, as young young in business um, type business owners, um, having that military background, having that ability to be able to pivot and focus and um, seek out other options for sure. I, I, I don't know that I would have had the wherewithal to do that if not for having the experience in the military. Yeah, I believe that, you know, veterans have that or just people in the military because the military teaches you, teaches you how to rely on yourself in certain situations. What have you got around you? What can you use? What, you know, stuff like that, that we have this don't give up or don't quit attitude sometimes, um, which can work against us because, because we're veterans, we feel as though we really don't have to ask anybody else, you know, that we know what we're doing and we don't need that help, which is, you know, not true. But, um, and, you know, some people start things and they're like, oh, no, it just got too hard. And I think the veterans have that like, OK, this is hard. And you dig in your heels and you're like, OK, what do I have to learn? What do I have to do to get this off the ground? So I totally understand that. Dr. Serena? Yes, I think for me, yes, the military taught me a lot. Um, I come from a, you know, a small town. It's, you know, they call it a little city um, and you kind of uh, just who you're around. So for me, it really taught me about valuing my time. Um, learning how to value that time because you can easily get caught up with um, things that's not really going to help you a lot. So I think with the military is always hurry, 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 hurry up, you know, get the things done. So that was good. And also just my leadership skills to um, being able to serve other people um, and learning how to talk to other people and being in a network with other people that is not the same walk of life of you. So I think that was a, you know, those are two big things, the leadership and my value and my time. Absolutely. So this next question has to do about if you, if you could give a young woman who is about to get out of the military and she wants to become an entrepreneur, what kind of advice would you give her? But I want to say first that I've been speaking with a lot of active duty women who are already entrepreneurs while they're active duty. Right. And I thought, why didn't anybody tell me about that? <laughs> exactly. Because it I, just, you know, so if, if you're speaking with a young woman and she's really on the fence about getting the nine to five and really wants to be an entrepreneur and she really knows what she wants to do as an entrepreneur, what kind of advice would you give her to get her off her feet and, and help her? Uh. Yeah. Number one is I would tell her, yeah, definitely to get off the fence. And um, like I said, that first one is just the value in her time or him or her, the time, you know, the and stay. And, well, I'll say get focused, like to know exactly what it is. You don't have to know the how you're going to get there, but what it is you're going to focus on, your, you know, focus on it and value that time to make it wisely. Mm -hmm. Christy? Yes, I, I definitely I, I agree with that. Um, and I would say too, six to 12 months prior to exiting the military, start saving up your leave, take advantage of your terminal leave and start building your terminal leave. Every day of your terminal leave is literally a brick for the foundation of your business. Um, and if you take advantage of your terminal leave, by the time you actually exit, 
you now have a business that's in place and all you have to do at this point is work it. You're not starting from ground zero. You still have the support um, systems in place from the military while on terminal leave to do the things that you need to do um, specific to your service, specific to any resources that you may need to tap into, get those relationships um, tied up before exiting, get, get, get to networking, um, get on LinkedIn immediately, whether you yes. want a business or not, get on LinkedIn, um, whatever your business is, let's just say it's ABC widgets, start, start writing at least once a week about widgets in general on LinkedIn to start creating a footprint, a digital footprint of your expertise. That's number one. The second thing that I would do is reach out to publications that talk about things that you do. So whether you are a at-home um, kitchen entrepreneur turned beauty expert, start taking notice of who's writing about those things and start pitching them. There is nothing better than to have an entrepreneur who was a veteran. That in itself is a story. Start getting yourself PR. So those are the three things. I think I, I shared three things. Um, those are the three things that I would absolutely um, encourage any veteran to, to lean into. I think the only thing I would add to that is on social media, start being that subject matter expert at whatever it is you're going to do. Get Start yeah. you know, getting into those Facebook groups where they're doing something similar to what you're doing and start seeing some of the questions, start seeing what people are talking about and then become that subject matter expert. And so by the time you get out, they're like, oh, would it, you're out now? Can you take clients? I'm not saying you can't take clients while you're yes. in, in the military. It's just a little harder, a little more restricted. But also, I think two years out, start to understand what, what it is you want to do. Who are you when you're not in uniform? If you could not put the uniform on for the rest of your life starting today, and I said, who are you without the uniform? Could you tell me who that person is? And some people can't. It, it, it sticks in their mind every time. It just gets quiet. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, so understanding true. who you are. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You're more than just your last name. You're ranking your last name. So tapping into that, I, I swear, I did know my first name for at least six months um, after exiting. <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, you're talking to me. So, <laughs> I, I think that's important. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I believe so, so too. So when you think back to when you first started your business, you know, if you haven't just started your business, what's been your what has been your biggest challenge so far? Mm. Yes. Oh, go, go ahead, Dr. Serena. Oh, um, I would say one of my uh, the biggest challenge I would say for me is because I do have such a uh, helping like heart and I want to help everyone. Um, so some of the biggest challenges is uh, to really um, focus and like I said, hone in on who, who I'm helping and how much time I actually have to give the help. Because sometimes I can overbook myself um, and I really want to make sure I'm giving them the the, you know, the time and the quality and the things that they truly need. So I say one of that, that is kind of the biggest challenge, especially when it's just myself. I'm a solo person. Um, I'm now working. I just got with some people that I'm partnership with. So I won't have to take on so much 
of the task. So I think that was my biggest challenge is I had I had this you know heart that I wanted to serve and I was I was doing it, but it was a lot. It's hard to say no to business sometimes, <laughs> but you also have to understand that you have to take care of you because if something's wrong with you, then you can't do your business. If you can't do your business, then you can't make money. And it's this big old circle. You know what I mean? Right. Christy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I am in alignment with Dr. Serena as well. I, it's, I think serving at leadership is so important. And I think, um, you know, as veterans, as military people, we that's just etched in our DNA. I mean, whether whether or not you join the military for whatever reason, education, et cetera, you exit with a level of serving at leadership. Um, um, and along with that serving at leadership comes this idea that I can do all things, right? Um, I can support everybody. I can do all things. And so the most difficult and challenging um, aspect of running business for me is recognizing that even though I can do all things, it doesn't mean that I should. Doesn't mean that I can execute with excellence on every single thing. Doesn't mean that um, even though I would be saving $100 what am I saving in terms of self? Because to your point, Kat, um, that 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 self awareness of burning the candle on, on both ends, yeah. um, it'll 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 catch up with you. So, um, so creating a list, I had to do um, in order to to get myself back into alignment of what is necessary for me to do and what can be delegated out. And yeah. uh, recognizing those things have, has helped to put me back in harmony, not only with my business, but also with my personal life. I can't tell you how many times I was up until two, three o'clock in the morning. Um, and then my husband come out of the bedroom and say, are you still you're, you're still on the computer? Um, because <laughs> I thought that only I could get it done. Right. So and that's not the case. So well, I always talk I, to people who say they have a team. You know, oh, my team, and I delegated out, and I was like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Who's your team?" And I said, "Me, myself, and I." <laughs> and if I don't get it done, it's not getting done. You know, and sometimes yeah. you have to do that. You have to, you know. I've had, you know, like Thursdays are are wicked hard for me because I'm still working outside the home um, in Pilates, so I have a six a.m. client, and I went all the way to eleven o'clock on Thursday. And which is a long, long day for me, but I also take time, you know, I don't take clients. I don't take calls. I don't do emails like Friday. This is an exception Saturday and Sunday. It's, it's, it's all me time during that time. So I think it's important to know when you're over scheduling, just because you can schedule someone or a meeting or whatever, doesn't mean you should. Right. Right. You know, do it. Right. At, do it at a time. You know, suggest. Hey, can we do it this time? Because you don't know if you don't ask the question. Don't just don't just assume that that's the only time they can do. Say, hey, you know, I'm really, you know, busy with the, whatever you want to say. Is this another time that would work for you? Mm -hmm. And to right. and also to schedule time for you, whether it's exercise, whether it's meditation. And so if people say, hey, can you do this time? You're like, nope, sorry, I've got an appointment. And you do the appointments with you. <laughs> but they don't have to know that. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. That's important. Yeah, cut, creating time for yourself where you actually just don't talk about your business. Yes. You talk about other stuff. I, you know, 
I can't tell you at one point, my husband was like, if we talk about period underwear one more time uh, today. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> How many more times do I have to have a conversation about bikini period underwear? Like, come on, Christy. So, yeah. Uh, not just scheduling time for yourself, but actually being aware that just just stop, almost turn everything off sort of a right. um, action. Yeah. Right. I love that. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are um, listening in or watching the video, I met these women at VWISE in Nashville. So VWISE is for women veterans and military spouses. If you have an idea for a comp or, you know, to be an entrepreneur and it hasn't come to fruition yet, or you, you're a full-fledged entrepreneur. This was, if I tell you, one of the fastest moving weekends ever. There was so much going on, but I'm so glad that I went. So I'm going to ask you guys, why was VWISE Nashville the time for your business? Like, why why did you pick that day, not that day, but that time to go to, to VWISE? Um, I can say for me, um, I was actually looking for, um, like I said, doing entrepreneurship is just like almost you're by yourself. You feel like you're by yourself. So I was looking for networking. And when I um, someone I met uh, that I worked with told me about, have I heard of the BYS program? They went through it like five or six years ago and they wasn't for sure if it was still available. So I went on and I looked on the website and when I started to read about all of the benefits it was of, of women coming together and brainstorming ideals about business, I was like, oh, I need to be a part of this. Um, so it was, it was me connecting with other women in the same mindset as myself. Yeah, I hear you. Christy? Yeah. And for me, um, it, it was really happenstance. Um, I was actually Googling grants for women businesses and crank came across the wise uh, during Super Bowl uh, so years ago. And um, I thought, oh, my goodness, this is this is amazing. And what I was reading, similar to Dr. Serena, what I was reading uh, um, in terms of the networking opportunities, the opportunities opportunities to learn from other entrepreneurs to just be in a room um, of like-minded people. And I don't, I don't mm. think that there's enough credit. We always hear people say that you just get in the room, being in the room is so important, but what does that really mean? I, I will say VWISE taught me the meaning of being in the room. You meet yes. so many amazing and incredible yeah. women um, who have led journeys, uh, not only through their military um, career, but the journeys up to becoming an entrepreneur, having successful businesses. One of the folks that I connected with has a million dollar business. Um, shout mm-hmm. out to Renee Craig. Um, and she's she's someone that I was able to tap into the opportunity to be able to you have somebody literally hostage because I think I talked to her for over an hour <laughs> but to be able to in her ear and ask her all sorts of questions in regards to her business and manufacturing and so forth and, and so on. The opportunity to do that any other in any other realm, you would have had to have paid at least a couple of thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. And 
instead with VWISE, we had access to folks and still have access to people who work in various industries to support folks just like us who are um, starting a business, already in the thick of a business, um, and, and getting additional resources to support us on. So um, for me, selecting VWISE Nashville, it just it makes sense. I live in the Nashville area. But, um, well, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, it was 45 minute drive and um, I was there, but it, it was an amazing opportunity. So highly. Happy well, I think it. it's important to if you're whether you're a new entrepreneur or you're in the first few stages or you've been in business to hang around those people who are where you want to be. So you can ask them those questions because they've been there, done that. You know what I mean? So I'm always in a room with people who are talking up here and I'm like, okay, I don't understand that, but I will eventually <laughs> so I can reach out and ask yes. those questions. So when, did you have any qualms about going to a place that you weren't familiar with and meeting women that you didn't know? And the only reason I asked that is because I told my husband about this and he said, oh, that's great. And he's a, he's a veteran, by the way. And so I said, oh, I'm going. He goes, oh, you're going? And I said, yes. And he said, but who do you know there? And I said, I don't know anybody there. And he just looked at me. I said, but we're all veterans. It's good. It's yeah. all good. So yeah. did you guys have any qualms about going and meeting women that you didn't know? Because some entrepreneurs are actually introverts. I'm a big old fat extrovert. I'm just going to let you know that now, as if you didn't know. But <laughs> <laughs> but did you have any problems going there and, and talking to women that you had no idea? You didn't know anything about them? No, I, I didn't. Actually, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go and meet people I don't, you know, that I don't know that can maybe, you know, we could connect and have long time relationship with later on. Um, and they thought like I did. Um, so I didn't really have that issue. I can say, though, once we got there and it was so intense and it was so much going on, it was you know overwhelming. We didn't you couldn't build the connection until like afterwards, which I've you know got phone numbers and talk. But. Yeah, I didn't have that scared of meeting the people. And I think the military does that, you know. But it made it very, in you were very intentional, though, because you, you only had a little bit of time. So exactly. you were very intentional that <laughs> you were going to meet and get their information. Definitely. Christy? Yeah, so so for me, I am a true introvert. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> um, but over the years, to your point, Dr. Serena, the military does put you in a position where you, you, you have to learn to look people in the eye and speak with intent and clarity. Um, and, and so for me, yeah, it, it, there was a lot of anxiety getting there and being in a room full of strangers. I, I can't lie, but I think in the same way that you and I met, I it's like sit down at the table and, and that sort of a thing. Yeah. And I just, you know, I, I think over the years I've learned to create a persona for myself, sort of, you know, Beyonce has Sasha fears, you mm -hmm. know, I've, I've got, you know, Chris. Um, and, and so I tap into that, but there, there was a level of anxiety of being in a room um, because we haven't mentioned that or mentioned this fact that there's about 200, 250 people yes. um, at these events. And so the opportunity to network and 
in, intermix with, with other people, it was a bit overwhelming for me. And so I had to, as, as it was shared, move with intent, understand, you know, just tap back into what was my purpose of being here and introducing myself and just walking up to strangers and just saying, you know, hi, I'm Christy. Who are you? What is your business? That sort of a thing uh, to start making connections. And I think when you're networking is make it about the other person. Like whenever I go up to meet someone, I'm like, hey, what's your name? Where are you from? What's your business? Mm-hmm. Then they start chatting. And all of a sudden they go, oh, well, what do you do? They just, It just automatically comes back to you. So I know VWISE was a little bit ago, but do you have a favorite memory from that weekend? I know it, it was like a rush. It just went like this. Yeah. <laughs> but do you have a favorite memory? I have a lot of favorite memories. I mean, I loved, um, I can't remember the, the older lady that spoke about her um, business and um, Florida and and how she always spoke about her husband and how great he was as a supporter and all these. Um, her, her message was amazing. I loved it. And then I loved the part that they did. I'm not really a big country uh country music person, but they did the country music, the breakout. And I think music is, it just like soothes the soul. So hearing them do that and the way they broke it out in that country music is that they literally told you the story of the music they wrote and why they wrote the music. Um, And then they sung the music. So it was amazing to hear that too, about how they um, came about of their own solo business in the music. So yes, yes. Absolutely. What about you, Christy? Oh, we lost her. Did we lose her? Yeah. I definitely I enjoyed uh, the two parents. I grew up on country music. So some of those songs I actually knew. Um, are you all able to hear me? Did I freeze up? Okay. I, yeah, I you, you stopped right. for a little bit, so, but um, we, we got you, you know, back. I, I grew up listening to country music, so... Okay, awesome. So I thoroughly enjoyed that as well, Dr. Serena. Um, And I'm trying to think of uh, the older lady that you're speaking of. She was a nurse who ended up getting her PhD and um, launched her own business. And and that was just so uh, inspiring. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and it makes you go, okay, if someone could do that back in that particular year of time, Mm -hmm. being female, being female and of color, like at this point, there are no excuses, <laughs> you know, except, you know, for anybody at this point, you just got to go and get it. Just go um, do it. And so for me, yeah. that was, that was, that was so inspiring. And I left, you know, I think the, one of the, the biggest memories that I have is how I felt leaving and how I yes. felt leaving was so different than how I walked in. I walked yes. in unsure. I, I walked in with a level of anxiety because I'm in a room full of strangers. Um, <laughs> I walked in not knowing what I was going to expect. And I walked out feeling like, you know what? I got a plan that was better than the plan of the plan that I had. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know? And more importantly, I know who to reach out to and contact. And those are things that money cannot buy. Money money cannot buy you access to people who are willing to give you yes. their time in a way that is meaningful. Sure, you can pay 
pay for a consultant. You can you can etc. But hey, for your ability to reach out to Dr. Serena and say, listen, hey, I need to talk to you for 20 minutes. I've got a couple of questions. Can can I can I bend your ear? And Dr. Serena say, yeah, absolutely. Call me up. Send me an agenda. Send me a couple of talking points and let's get it. So that is something money cannot buy. But it is something that you definitely experience and you walk away with at the end of your weekend. And that's yeah, I think that you can't buy relationships and that's where it starts is having a relationship, having a conversation with someone and realizing, you know, what you both bring to the table and being able to collaborate. Maybe you're not in the same business, but, you know, business is business. There are certain things that, you know, you have to do in business that is the same. You know, you're in business, but, you know, it's there's just things that maybe you don't know. And someone says, hey, did you know this? And you're like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know I was supposed to do that. Right. And so you get that. Yeah. So that that helps you to move a little bit further forward. So after attending VWISE, do you think it helped you move the needle in your business? Definitely. I would say definitely it has. Like she said, with the connection that I was able to build. And, and now, like, I'm in another program with them. Um, moving, doing another part of the business. Because like you said, the business, it can go as many par- parts to it than just doing the business itself. So yes, mm-hmm. definitely. I yeah. And, and for me, same. I mean, I, I, I think about the state of my business before attending Wise versus how I'm how I'm operating at this point. You know, I've been able to make contacts with folks who, um, have access to retail uh, people, big box retail stores. Um, yes. I could have gotten that on my own. I was working on that on my own. However, now I've actually have an ally that I can lean on. Um, I, I'm at this point, I, I know of some other programs that I'm able to tap into. Again, probably would have found that because it was said earlier, we're, we're just, we're resourceful. Uh, but it, it would not have been as, as quickly as I found it because of VWISE. And um, I, I want to also just go back really quick, if I may, um, in, in relative to your last question, Kat, it, it's not just in terms of meeting people and learning how to do certain things in your business. Sometimes it's meeting people who know other people who can support you with your business, right? That's that networking piece, because if you're not networking, you're not working. And for someone like me, it's very, it's, it's, it is mentally exhausting to have to talk to a stranger. But um, I I also recognize the upside to that. And I recall finding Kat, like I was looking for Kat in a sea of 250 people. And I came back to her and I said, all right, I want you to meet this person. She's a podcaster. I'm like connector 2.0. You all <laughs> yes. need to talk to one another. <laughs> you know? And so that that's the benefit as well. Um, you know, yes. whether it's VWISE or anything else. So uh, just mm-hmm. taking advantage of that. Yeah. Did you, I don't know if you guys got a chance to meet Nadine. She was the, um, she does construction. Yes. And I happened to talk to another woman who highlights women veterans who are in construction. I was like, you guys need to talk. (laughs) And I think that's the power of connection 
is realizing, oh my gosh, these two need to be talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And so I connected them and, um, you know, that's how we help each other. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the power of connection right there. So if you were talking to a woman veteran about VWISE and she's like, oh, I don't know. She's on the fence about it. What would you tell her to change her mind? Um, so- I, 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 oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say that um, nothing changes with that action. Nothing changes if nothing changes, right? So um, BeWise is your first introduction, your first step into actually taking your idea seriously. And um, if if you're looking for not only to take your idea seriously, but to have the support that goes along with it to get you indoctrinated into what entrepreneurship is, to recognize your weaknesses and your strengths and where um, you can create and create allies within your entrepreneurship journey, then this is this is the program for you. Absolutely. Yes. Dr. Serena? Oh, yes. I would definitely piggyback off of her. Definitely what she said, like the support um, and things that you'll get. But I would definitely say get off that fence. Even if you, you just have an ideal, you're not for sure what you want to do, because this will actually to prompt you and help you with learning what is your why. There's so many people and speakers that they come and they talk about from the beginning stage to just I have an idea where I feel like I want to start something all the way to the end stage. So I would definitely say it's something that, you know, all veteran women's um, to at least go to it. It's free. That's a big thing. It's free. Yes. So um, nothing should be holding you back. Like she said, just jump off that Mm -hmm. fence. I truly believe that you don't know what you don't know. And Mm -hmm. if you go into something with an open mind, you don't know what you're going to learn there to help you move forward. And that's what we all want as an entrepreneur is to move forward in our business. So if you already have a closed mind, I'm not sure your business is going to get off the ground. So why not? And you're going to be with women veterans. If it were, if it hadn't been for that, I think mm-hmm. if the, it was just a networking thing and there weren't any veterans, I'm not really sure I would right. go. But the fact that there were other women veterans that I get a chance to meet them, I was, I was like, you know, I'm going, I'm going, I don't care. I was like, oh, you're going to be okay. I'm like, I would be fine. I'm going to be with women (laughs) veterans. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's something, there's something to that about kinship. And um, that is definitely felt in the room. Um, at VWISE, you know, all of us have our own journeys, our own experiences. We've served in d- uh, different branches. I, um, you know, shout out to the Army. I, I, I know, Kat, you were Woo-hoo. in the Air Force. I was and, Army. Yeah, that just, the Army, it's like y'all were strong. I think there were maybe five, five Navy people and maybe three Marines. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, I, I share, I share how I shared that for the purpose of saying, although we walked different journeys, we all have that experience as female veterans that mm-hmm. we were able to tap into. We we all there there is there's a story undoubtedly that each and every one of us has probably experienced, although right. we didn't talk about 
all of our stories. There is undoubtedly uh, some semblance of, oh, I, I experienced that or I had that happen to me. And it didn't need to be said, right? You just you right. knew you were in you a just room knew. with people who got you. And that mm-hmm. is um, the beauty of kinship in entrepreneurship. And VWISE brought that to the table. I totally get that. You know, sometimes I'll be, you know, I'm, I'm on Clubhouse sometimes and, and I'll be in a room, you know, I'll just pop into a room. I'm like, hey, let me see who's in here. And I'll come up on stage and I'll say my thing and no one says anything afterwards. And I'm like, okay, is it me or is it them? And I truly believe that they don't know what to say to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I say, you know, I'm a, yeah. I'm a woman veteran, 20 year Air Force, you know, veteran. And, the, and they're just like, oh, thank you for your service. And you're like, yeah, okay. You, don't get it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you totally what? don't get it. Yes, so. it's, it's, it's um, coincidental that you mentioned that. Mike is also a veteran, and we were literally talking about that phrase yesterday. It's like, you know, thank you for your service phrase. It's almost it's become a, a, pol- a polite social thing to say. Yeah. As opposed yeah. I hate to the actually phrase. saying, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I won't say that I, I, I hate it, but I don't. I don't, I don't gain any value from it. I would almost rather you say something like, tell me about your experience or what. Act what, like you're what interested. You yeah. Act like you're interested. Yes. Exactly. Right. Otherwise you could have said, bless you to me and Kathy, <laughs> I mean, it's with that same right. level. <laughs> that's, that's same level yeah. of interest. Oh, yeah. look at your driver's license. Veterans, bless you. Yeah. Um, keep on yeah. moving. <laughs> Yeah, I think that, you know, I won't say I, I hate it. You know, if you have, if you don't know what else to say, I get it. But I would much rather people start saying, thank you so much for wearing the uniform. Because you know what that says to me? You understand what I did. Because not many people do. So I'm starting this whole movement, y'all. I'm going to get t-shirts and everything. I'm just saying. Um, (laughs) But I think coming out of the military, we don't understand as women that we become part of a very unique club, that we are members of a unique club. And we don't understand that we have membership to that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Until later on. And we go, whoa, we're okay. We're part of this very unique membership. So a couple more questions for you guys. Um, in what were, in one word, describe your experience at VWISE. Um, mine's one word would be electrifying. Cause I feel like all my energy, all my juices, everything was just, just flowing and in a beautiful way. So I would say electrifying. Oh, that's a strong word. Yeah, Christy. I like that. Uh, kinetic would probably mm. be my word. Um, it, it, I, I did not know what to expect, but I was, I was moved in every way possible. And it, mm. as a result of that, um, it, it created a kinetic environment for me emotionally, mentally, um, the way that I, I viewed my business, mm-hmm. um, after that experience. So. I love that yeah. word because, you know, when we were in those 
not the breakout sessions, but we were in the bigger room and we were just clapping and cheering each other on. And it feels good, doesn't it? To know that you've got all these people on your side and it just, it's, it feels, it was just amazing to me. All right. Last question. What does being a boss in your business mean to you? Um, to me, being a boss in my business, I mean, one, I, I feel like what I do, because like I said, I work with women, they're already they're emotionally hurt. So I feel like it's serving. It's it's giving back to them that feeling of someone hears you, someone sees you, someone knows um, your pain you're going through. So it's being able to do that on my dime, my time and 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 the pre- in the way I could I would want to do it if I was working for an organization, um, you know I can really take the need of that person. So I would say is that service that service to my clients. Yes, I totally understand that, Christy. Yeah, for sure. You know, I I chuckle because it means something different depending on what day of the week we're talking about. I mean, at this point, <laughs> a, a boss means ma- magician. Uh, for me. <laughs> pulling, stuff, pulling stuff out of my hat and making it happen. Um, uh, <laughs> but I, I suppose, you know, on a more serious note, boss means, boss is certainly more than at face value what I believe my business to be. As a boss, I'm able to impact lives in a plat- in a way that um, others may not have necessarily thought to do in the same industry that I'm in. Um, and my, my ability to do that also hinges upon my expertise as a clinician. So when I'm talking about below the belt health topics, I'm talking about not only my product, but I'm also talking about you and your ability to act advocate for yourself and what to say when you're in front of your physician or your advanced practice provider, um, how to support a friend or a family member so that you get equitable health care, um, when to leave, when to fire a provider and find somebody who gives you what you need. And I know I'm going off on a tangent, but it's so important um, that people understand that in the healthcare system, they're the business, you're the customer. Yes. You don't have to buy what they're selling. Take your business elsewhere. People die all the time because they don't get the care that they need and they deserve. And so I'm able to take my knowledge and my expertise and bring it to a platform known as UndiesLoft.com um, and, and Flowware and be able to expand upon that so that people can walk away feeling like, you know what? I got more than a pair of underwear. I got a lesson in my healthcare today yes. that I I can share with other people. And so to me, that's what boss is. That's bossing us. Yeah. You know, it took me a long time to understand that hospitals are in business. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when they started talking about making a profit and I was like, I, what, huh? <laughs> what? Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. What? You're a hospital. It took me a long time to understand that. But I think being for me, being a boss in my business is showing up in my mm-hmm. business. Now, I will say this. There are some days when showing up is one of the hardest things to do. So what I might do is showing up might mean, you know, I've got everything done on my tick list. I'm doing I mean, I am being the boss. 
And then some days being the boss is making a list of things I need to do, you know, doing my sticky note time. I have all my sticky notes of things I want to do. Um, maybe it's learning something new to push me a little bit further in my business. You know, maybe it's answering emails, you know, getting people, asking people if they want to, you know, be a guest on my on my podcast, because sometimes there are people I reach out to, I, I love their story. So I think, you know, being a boss sometimes means different things on particular days. So I understand what you're saying, Christy, you know, there being a boss, sometimes, you know, yeah, you are that boss. And sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm a boss. <laughs> so ladies, I so appreciate you guys being here today, but before we go, um, let's plug your business a little bit. Tell us where we can find you and, you know, where you're at. And I know, um, Dr. Serena, you're getting ready to move, but, you know, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, I do have a Facebook group. So um, it's called Break Free, Heal, Break Free and Heal Wounds Community. And it's on Facebook. Um, so you can reach me there. I also have a book that's on Amazon. It's called Break Free, Heal Wounds. And you can buy the book and all my connection is in the book as well. I love that. Christy? Yeah, um, I can be found at undiesloft.com, shameless plug here on my name. Um, And also on Instagram, at Flowware and at Undiesloft, on TikTok, at Undiesloft, and on LinkedIn under Christy G. And um, listen, at the end of the day, you DM me, you feel free, something you all don't feel comfortable having a conversation about with your physician or you don't know, um, you just, you don't feel comfortable, feel free to DM me. Uh, I don't give medical advice, but I'm certainly happy to to provide support and where you can find appropriate medical advice. Uh, so I always wanted to share that with um, with folks. Well, I want to applaud you both for being topic. here today. And sharing um, what you know about your business, being bosses in your business. And because I think it's, there's always someone out there thinking, oh, I'm not really sure I can do this. And then they hear one little tidbit of information and they think, I can do this. You know what I mean? So this is, this is for all those people that think they can't, but they, they actually can. So Christy, Dr. Serena, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, and willing to open up a little bit about your business and about your experience at VWise. I'm telling you guys, if you haven't been to VWise and you're an entrepreneur, you need to go. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, You might've seen the ticker. I'm going to show it one more time of um, the um, email that you can, and website that you can go to, to find out the next city where uh, VWise is going to show up. So Thank you so much. Again, this is Kat Corchado, Sisters in Service, and I appreciate you both. Thank you. Thank you.